welcome to the um, GFT podcast series on blockchain and uh, crypto. My name is David Creer, and today's podcast will be around the future of DLTM block and, and crypto. Um, and we're going to be basically trying to look into the crystal ball to be able to understand where this changing landscape is going to. And we've got the heads of our blockchain practices in various different countries on the call with us today. So we have in no particular order, uh, Bruno Reded from Brazil, Michal Waziak from Poland, and Esteban China from uh, Spain. So I suppose one of the um, one of the things that we are seeing um, in the blockchain space is that in general the, the technology is emerging, but it's also maturing. So as our clients are getting closer to production, we're seeing that they need more production uh, grade uh, technology to be able to support that. I suppose maybe um, maybe Michal, where, where where have you seen this most in DLT and crypto, in any particular technologies or in any particular projects? Uh, hi. Uh, so, uh, like David said, uh, name's Michal. Uh, I'm working with uh, DLT for three years now. And to answer your question. Mm, what exactly you mean by uh, seeing, seeing it most uh, in, uh, in the crypto or DLT area? Do you mean uh, what technologies are emerging or what? Uh, mm? I, I, I suppose which, which technologies um, or which areas do you think are, are, are maturing um, mm -hmm. compared, to, okay. compared to others? Got it. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I need to say that uh, my point of view is kind of limited to the project we are involved in. But uh, most uh, technologies, most uh, frameworks uh, I see getting uh, matured are uh, Hyperledger, mostly Fabric, and uh, R3 Corda. Mm, as for the crypto protocols, uh, only thing that uh, can uh, come uh, came to my mind. Uh, is uh, are the uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, stock exchanges like uh, most banks uh, right now are trying to open, but that's the the only the only place I see crypto. Uh, as for the areas in general, uh, most advanced uh, examples uh, I see are in the finance and uh, banks. I mean, uh, the, in the in Europe, uh, the the countries are trying to integrate the technology they have in, like uh, Hyperledger, like Corda, uh, with the current uh, law, and uh, this is what uh, what takes uh, most of our uh, projects. I mean, there banks are trying to integrate the uh, the frameworks, the the, the blockchain frameworks. And this is uh, actually what what we are trying to do. Okay, thanks, thanks. For that. Thank you. Uh, thanks for your answer. And um, Seven, what we uh, at GFT we offer both enterprise DLT and crypto services. Um, which do you think are the most cutting edge technologies in this space right now in terms of both these two areas compared one compared to the other? Yeah, thank you, David. Uh, well, there are 
too many, probably too many technologies around the, the crypto and blockchain and DLT world. So uh, let me put it another way. Let, let's let's think about the, the different areas where uh, the, the blockchain space needs no, more more improvement. And I also mentioned some other, some technologies that might be relevant, uh, probably not the only ones, but might be relevant in that space. For example, uh, I was thinking on four different aspects that uh, need some improvement. One has to do with inter interoperability uh, and in that interoperability between different uh, blockchain and even fiat currencies uh, in that in that space probably Polkadot is, is more advanced there, so it's worth taking a look at that one. Another aspect is what we consider the blockchain 3.0, so the next generation of, of blockchain technologies. So in that area, I would think probably Cardano, which released the, the, their proof of stake this, uh, this year, the, the Shelly uh, release uh, this year, is probably one of the best examples uh, where they provide, for example, proof of stake, which is more energy efficient. It, it provides a multi-asset ledger, ledger, sorry, uh, apart from uh, scalability, interoperability, etc. And another two important aspects uh, that needed some improvement was uh, blockchain in the IoT space, and probably the kind of the de facto standard is uh, IOTA which was in very early stages and right now it's uh, releasing a new version with more scalability and it's now testing smart contracts uh, which didn't provide before but also uh, some other technologies uh, such as hyperledger iroha which is uh, quite an interesting uh, dlt and probably the, the fourth area i would mention is the d5 uh, platforms. It's probably not a technology itself, but uh, we call it platforms. So there, there are myriad of them, but uh, some of them which are becoming more and more popular, for example, Chainlink for oracles or Compound for money markets or even Augur, which are existing ones, but uh, becoming more and more popular for, in this case, for prediction markets. And I would like to mention two other points uh, that uh, are becoming also more and more important. One is the standardization and uh, regulation of tokens. So that's an aspect that it's improving every day. It's not a technology itself. And the other one, which is, I think, a very important aspect is the consolidation of the blockchain technologies. We have seen several movements in the last uh, year, two years. For example, some uh, like uh, Besu and IOHK, which is one of the developers of, of Cardano, joining Hyperledger, or even Quorum, which was created by JP Morgan, moving into con consensus, which is, I think, the right kind of moves in, in, in this area. This consolidation is really required. Great. Thank you for that. That's really, really interesting. Um, and another thing, I mean, I suppose that we, uh, at GFT, uh, I mean, everybody knows that we're financial services specialists. Um, we've worked in that field for for decades, literally. Um, but the thing that most people or a lot of people don't appreciate um, is that we um, also work in other sectors such as industry uh, and even we, we've even got some solutions in tourism in, around uh, around the TLT space. Do you think um, uh, maybe for this one's for Bruno. Um, do you think 
that uh, future technology will be sector driven. So, um, for example, technology for insurance or technology for industry or technology for financial services. Or do you think it's going to be more general uh, technologies that we're going to be seeing? Yeah. Uh, hi. Yeah, I, I believe, I personally believe that each industry has its own needs. So, and the use of DLT, for example, will be directed towards solving the business challenges of each sector. For example, in the supply chain area, will be the greater confidence and quality in the production of consumer goods. Uh, I remember an example of a DLT use case here in Brazil between the meat producers and a large supermarket chain and where they monitor the temperature of the meat until it arrives at the supermarket. Before starting the proof of concept in this case and using Hyperledger, they researched whether consumers were determined, determined by, to pay more for knowing where the meat comes from. So they they noticed that they, there is a, an interest in, in that. So they 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 noticed that it would be a good fit of using DLT for that to bring that confidence that the quality of that consumer good will be maintained uh, between the the chains. So, since the beginning until the the end so it's an interesting case and is not directly related to financial services so i believe that yes we can we could uh, tell other examples and in real estate right, as another example where we we can have maybe uh, after uh, you have uh, confirmed that the contract is okay you can uh, um, integrate a, a DLT solution with IoT, for instance, to release the, the locker of some apartment, for instance. And we can have several different use cases. And that, so then I believe that, yes, that, that's the reason. I believe so, that each industry should, should apply and the technology to solve their the current problems. So they are very different from each segment. So, so it's more about the solutions that you do on top of their technology rather than the technology itself. We're still going to have uh, general um, blockchain solutions that are going to do well, like Hyperledger, um, exactly, or, or Ethereum, or or uh, or Corda, or, or writing in DAML smart contracts, for example. But the solutions will be very specific to their industry. So, for sure, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah I believe that exactly that's the point yeah okay. despite the we we have seen we noticed that this technology is growing we have several different flavors of platforms and now we can also tell about demo as, as another example we we could discuss in another episode but yeah they are building platforms but the the use case will be very different that's my opinion okay um so uh, another thing, you know, in terms of technology and where where uh, where we're going, um, uh, technologically speaking, um, is that we've all worked in um, a lot of DLT projects. Um, we've all had, I suppose, uh, we've all seen things that we think, okay, this could be improved, or this. I mean, uh, Seven even touched on this area uh, earlier, or we we need to be able to make this area better. 
so that we can do our work more more effectively which companies technologies organizations you see driving change um, that has made a big difference to your uh, projects and it doesn't need to be companies it could be even things you know general things like a standardization for example or security uh, additional security is, is completely up to you it's an open question and, and anybody can really jump in here yeah i i can probably start with with that one because it's kind of in line of what, what i mentioned before uh, for example you mentioned one of them it's it's standardization and regulation uh, i think that's something that still has some margin of 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 improvement but it's improved quite a lot in the last uh, two years for example the the tokens uh, that uh, ethereum provides uh, are more and more standardized with uh, for, of course with the erc20 token but 721 but also the the erc1400 umbrella and so that's very very useful for uh, to to tokenization to become more and more popular and the second part of it, or the, the other side of the coin, is the uh, regulation. And, and, and there's new regulation happening in Switzerland, in Germany, in Europe, that kind of backs these this kind of um, this, this kind of projects which didn't have this coverage uh, before and also probably in terms of technologies also uh, some other technologies that are providing tokenization capabilities such as binance uh, binance chain or eos or tron it's also good to have other other options although although it's, you're moving away from consolidation which is something always good but you have more possibilities to to deploy uh, tokens, for example. Sorry, Bruno and Michael, I don't know if you, either of you guys have a, uh, any kind of you know thoughts on this. Um, and I have a, a particular opinion, which I think uh, I'd like to give at the end, but if it's not already said, but um, I don't know if you've seen anything that even even on a very kind of low level technical um, side where you thought, okay, well, actually this needs to be improved. This is the thing that we're going to see in the future. And and. Yeah, I, I also can can tell that uh, I can see some driving force in and uh, around the public sector as well, because uh, the lack of maybe of trust can be held by and uh, blockchain solutions or DLT solutions. Maybe or we can uh, we see instance of and uh, governments trying to make it clear the process of any service by the public sector or even we can tell about elections or voting and in order to build trust so maybe dlt can be used for that context as well and we believe that there is some movement around that beyond the the financial service for sure that we can see the crypto space yes uh, i also think that the uh, thing that needs uh, improving uh, is the general set of uh, law regulations because uh, many times i have uh, came across the case that somebody some organization some company wanted to do something with the dlt technology involved uh, however there was not sure if due to the regulation they will be able to use it leg legally so uh, after all uh, the answer was well we would like to but uh, we are we are unsure so we're sorry but no so i think that the regulations uh, should be taken care of uh, in the first place 
That's great. I think, you know, the, the only thing that maybe I want to add is um, I think that the we've had some really um, exciting stuff uh, in some projects that uh, we've been involved in around cash on ledger and the, the ability to be able to deal with cash on ledger and that technology becoming more, uh, I suppose, more commonly available and more used by our clients. I, I can I can kind of see in the future that I think that that's going to really make it easier for us from a integration partner point of view to uh, to start work and developing systems. Um, so I think that that's the one thing that I would say that there are some solutions out there for cash on ledger. We've been lucky enough to 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 be uh, you know working on projects where they've been uh, integrated. Um, but I think when we see more focus on that. Um, everything that we are doing especially around the financial services um, and even iot stuff where you have for example payments involved it's going to become a lot more fluid and easy to to to, to actually put into production um, and, and make it really hold a lot of value okay well uh so after that i think i don't think that i have any particular questions i'd just like to say thank you to all of our participants today and um, it's been a really uh, great talk and um thank you for those at home for joining Thanks then. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.